You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hi, everyone. This is Emily with Things That Make You Go Woo. And this is Andrea from Spirit Crumbs. We are coming at you together in a joint episode. We are so excited to be starting this new endeavor together. Yes, we decided that since we both like to do our monthly forecast, that it would be fun for us to combine it and see how our energies match. So I'm going to come at you with some stars and astrology information. And Andrea is going to be doing tarot. Yes, I am really excited because I feel like there's archetypes and things that come up in both. And I think it's going to be really cool to see how they play together in this energy, especially because we don't tell each other ahead of time what's coming up. So it's kind of new to both of us as well. I'm so excited to be doing this. It's one of those things I think we had both been thinking about for months. And then you were so sweet. You reached out and I was like, oh my God, yes, you were reading my mind. Obviously psychics. (laughs) This is it. We decided to lead off with Leo season and the second fire sign of the year. So I'm pretty excited. I am too. I feel like it's that being seen again. And because like you're saying when we were talking, like it's nice to actually have someone else to lead off of their energy for doing something like this. So I think it kind of just makes sense for Leo season. When you're alone in podcast land, I was telling Andrea before we hit record that I got tired of hearing my own voice all by myself. I was like, oh my God, I have to have someone else on here, which I think is why I just sort of took a break from podcasting for a little while, redetermining how I want to move forward with things and more collaboration. So yay, I'm so excited. Me too. I totally feel that. I talk to myself all day and then I record by myself and then I also hear myself saying the same things and I'm like, always listening to this and not like losing it because I wouldn't be able to listen to me that much. And then actually I took a break for a week in July as well, where I was just like, I just can't do this. And I think it's like also the cancer season energy. I was just emotionally exhausted. I think at that point, I think everyone I have talked to and the overwhelming message throughout cancer season was this idea of slowing down figuring out what's important to you in the first place what matters because leo season i've got a i've got a song i'm going to talk about for leo season in a moment but yeah to rehash cancer season it was a lot it was heavy it was emotional we had all sorts of emotions running high in politics and of course shootings and so many things it was a heavy heavy round yeah i think that collectively it was like you were saying this time to slow down and look at what's important and I think when you think of like cancer season it's home family all those things and this year was like extra so everything that I would normally be doing in July going outside doing things that just didn't feel the same it felt like I needed to go outside to release some energy maybe but it wasn't so much to lay in the sun and enjoy myself it was more like for my mental health. It wasn't just for fun. (laughs) Totally. And I want to remind everybody, so in working with the Zodiac seasons, cancer season actually runs June 21st to July 22nd. And so it's just coming up. It's going to be ending here at the end of the week. We'll be releasing this right at the beginning of Leo season. And so it's 
reminding yourself that even though sometimes we talk month to calendar month, the energy doesn't follow the same path. It, it's a little different. So if you can think of it in, I kind of do like thirds of the month, the first two thirds of a month is usually in a sign and the last third of a month is in a different sign. But you get that blending energy then where you kind of feel, I feel Leo season coming in already. I'm so stinking excited. But that's where you think like, well, this doesn't feel like cancer season anymore. Well, that's why coming into Leo. A hundred percent. It's funny because at the beginning of cancer season, I do every Friday a card poll on Instagram and this year and a little bit last year, but mostly this year, I was feeling fire energy. Yeah. I was feeling a lot of fire energy and I was very confused of why that was coming up. But I feel like it's because cancer season was like igniting the fire. Like we were really being like moved. Things were being brought to the surface and it was like, we were finding out what activates us, even though it was like, exhausting as I'm feeling the energy come out and we've regrouped, we've got our thoughts together and now we're like, okay, I want to talk about this. I want to put this out there now that I've had a chance to like regroup. My theme for Leo season is Kenny Rogers, know when to hold him, know when to fold him. <laughs> I love that. I've been singing this song and whistling it around the house, but I really feel like cancer season was asking us to get in touch with what matters whether it's family, what does that look like on an emotional scale? What does it look politically, worldwide? Am I living where I'm supposed to be living? All of these things right around comfort and family and nostalgia and what makes us feel like life, it's what we want to protect in our life. And we don't know what we always want to protect unless we sit with those emotions. And now that the fire is here, it is literally, what am I willing to fight for? What am I going to demand that I cannot let go of? What is worth sticking it in, doing the fight. And what is like, I'm going to fold and walk away. This fight isn't worth it. And it's fine. And it's not bad that I'm releasing this. I'm actually releasing it in an, a way that allows something better to come in. Yes, I totally feel that. I love that song reference too. I think that makes so much sense because I think sometimes we try to do all the things and we try to like hang on to things that aren't really serving us anymore. With the idea of cancer season this year, especially like you were saying with knowing what to protect and like what's worth protecting. I think when something is threatened, that's when you start to feel those emotions. And I totally feel that energy of wanting to fight for things now. But I think we can also feel that for ourselves where we get sick of our same old crap. Like <laughs> for me, one of the things I talk about this on my podcast all the time. If I hear myself, I'll even say it in the middle of an episode if I hear it where if I hear myself saying I'm going to do something for like the 45th time, <laughs> I'll eventually just be like, I'm just going to do it. I don't care how it turns out. I just have to do it because I cannot hear myself say it or think about it one more time or I'm going to be so mad. And I think that's what's kind of coming up for some people too, is that it's that stir crazy like stagnation where you're just like, I just have to try something and see what happens at this point. <laughs> Love that. Okay. So Leo season, right? It's the second fire sign of the Zodiac calendar. It runs from July 23rd, approximately to August 22nd, depending on solar transit of the year. This year, it actually starts on the 22nd. So it, we're running right up to it this Friday. It's being a fire sign, right? Fire is about passion, ignition, excitement. It's courageous. It's creativity. It's the spark that gets us out of bed in the morning. And I think no other sign embodies that more than Leo. For me, Leo season, right here we are in the middle of summer. 
like at the height of summer, the height of the heat. But ironically, we're past the point where the sun has reached its peak in the sky, past equinox. We're losing time. We're losing daylight. What's happening is here we've got these hot days. We're losing sunlight, but we also are wanting to fit in everything we can that's left in summer. So there's this drive of making sure that we do what's important. And I think more than any other sign, Leo understands that life isn't forever that we have a finite time here on earth. And what's the point of living our day-to-day struggles if we aren't doing it for what really matters? And so they come across sometimes as a sign that can be over the top or showy or taking the spotlight, all of these things. But I think that has so much more to do with the fact that they know what they want and they're willing to go after it. And that can feel threatening to someone who maybe doesn't have that same aligned idea. So during Leo season, I always invite my listeners and friends and family to just think into what makes you happy. Go for it. Make those paintings, move the furniture, go on a trip, whatever it is. This is the moment to ignite that excitement. I really, really like that perspective on Leo season that it's making the most of what is there and to see the day kind of like energy of that makes so much sense for it being the summer sign because I feel myself even though you know I hadn't been in school for a long time but there's that feeling like I'm gonna have to go back to school even though like my life is the same regardless of what season it is I still feel like that like going into August like August is always like that month for me where especially if there's a day when it's not humid it's like 22 degrees and sunny and I could go for a walk I don't go outside on one of those days I feel like I've just I might as well give up on life. Like, what's the point of living? What's the like, point? it's so dramatic. And I think that's another thing that Leo can get a bad rap about is being dramatic. But I do it's exactly like, that energy, like, seize it. Yeah. And I think for me, what comes up the most on that topic of, like, school is, like, the fact that Leo is also the fifth house and it's, like, playful. And, like, I feel inner child when I think of Leo. Mm-hmm. And so I think it imagining, if you can imagine yourself as a kid, like if they want to go play, they're going to go play. They're not going to think, does it make sense to do that? Is there something else that I should be doing first? Right. (laughs) And that's the point we're all trying to get back to as we get older and then we figure out we want to shed those responsibilities and return to that childlike state that we were in. The things that lit us up when we were five and 10 are the things inevitably we find ourselves circling back to at 35 to 45. Like, oh yeah, I did love rocks. Oh my God, I need a crystal collection. Exactly. I have a little rock that I found in my driveway when I was like probably seven. I still have it. That could be my cancer band, but I still feel like it reminds me though when I see it. It just reminds me of like how the simplest things are amazing when you're a kid. Yes. The other thing I wanted to talk about with Leo season, right? It's this idea that it does love to shine in the spotlight, but it's also here in this in-between section of the four elements. The first four are very personal. I am, I have, I feel, I think, those sorts of things. And you get to this middle section and it's this combination of realizing you have to exist with others, not necessarily in a societal way, but very much in family and in relationships and in friendships. And so some of that really comes into play with Leo as well, because we're looking at how am I fulfilling my destiny while including those that are around me? Yeah, I think that that idea of the balance between self and others is kind of at the core. And I think they do want to include people. They want things to be fun for everyone. They don't want it to be like just all about them, even though that's how it can seem. It's just they might be the life of the party, but like they're not going to find it a party if there aren't other people. (laughs) I think that's like, you know what I mean? Like they want to bring people together. They may still want to be 
seen, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you need those people. Otherwise, there'd be a bunch of awkward introverts like standing at corners. <laughs> you need that person to bring people together, right? That's so true. Well, and the opposite of Leo in general is Aquarius. And Aquarius in its shadow can sometimes get too carried away with not taking care of what's important to themselves, worrying about the collective and putting themselves on the back burner. And so this imbalance is finding that harmony between self and group, making sure that if you are having the party that you're bringing the party to everyone else, or if everyone else is having a party and you're the one who's being the stick in the mud, are you sacrificing your dark mood for the life of the party? Those sorts of things to think about during this time frame for sure. Yeah, that totally makes sense. It's like that balance of being with people, but still knowing who you are. And then realizing what is worth fighting for. We're always going to have a challenge. There's always going to be something that comes up that stands in our way. And Leo is that lion, right? It's willing to roar and say, no, I am fighting for this. I kind of want to talk about our movie picks. Yeah, do it. We decided to bring a little more fun into our monthly forecast. We were going to talk about movies that sort of embrace the Zodiac season or movies that we think people of the Zodiac sign would enjoy. And so I picked three. We said we were only going to do one. And then I picked three and Andrea picked two because <laughs> overachievers like that Earth signs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I think the movies for me that really embrace the idea of Leo. The first two kind of go hand in hand, Monty Python and the Holy Grail and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, right? Love because it. both of these are going on an adventure, knowing that you're seeking like the grail, right? But then having all of these tests along the way and you can make light of them or you can be distracted or even have fun. <laughs> And know that at the end of the day, it's going to be worth it. And the third one I picked that kind of came in as well was Ocean's Eleven, right? When Ugh. when they are like, we are doing this, we're on a mission, and they bring in everybody, everybody's got a role, everybody's having fun, and they know that it is for, a, in their minds, a higher purpose. So those I are that. Yeah. I think too, like, we're on the same, like, when I tell you what mine are, you're going to die because they are literally the same wavelength. And I think, too, something I was picking up on is jewel tone. Deep, like, royalty, like, that energy. And I feel like that kind of goes with those, two. And I also was thinking when you were saying Ocean's Eleven, too, the fact that it takes place in a casino, which is, like, this <laughs> grand place. And, like, it, it has that, like, feeling, too. Where everybody's dressed up. They all have to, like, opulent get through and, like, be seen. For mine, I picked the first one is The Sword and the Stone. Oh, yes. And... I think because part of me was thinking the inner child and that energy, but also the fact that this boy, little Arthur, he's just wanting really badly to be seen by others at the beginning. He's like, I want to be the squire for this person. And then Merlin finds him and is like, no, you're amazing. Look, we can shapeshift into all of these animals. Every time they get in a situation, they like shapeshift into something else and get out of it. And he comes back and he's so excited that he finally got to be this guy's assistant and Merlin loses it. And is like, you want to like bring yourself down to that level when I'm showing you that you could do whatever you want. And then he disappears. But then at the end, Arthur's going to get the sword and can't get the actual sword, pulls the sword out of the stone, shows up with it. They realize what it is. Nobody believes him that he did it. He has it inside him the whole time. That journey, like you said, is kind of what I was feeling into. There is that fun energy to it of like playing. 
But at the end of the day, you want to be seen for who you actually are, not trying to fit in. And then the other one along the same lines, which I think you're going to love, is A Knight's Tale with yes. Heath Ledger. Yeah. And that one, again, like he he just shows up and like the actual person who's supposed to fight is dead. He puts on this the armor and like <laughs> goes and like starts winning all these battles. My one favorite scene that kind of brings the fun energy, the silliness, is when he's going after the girl and he rides a horse into the church. And then like the church elder is so mad. And then she's even trying not to crack up. My favorite line of the whole movie is when she's trying not to laugh. And then the church guy puts his hand with the ring in front of her. He's like, why are you laughing? And she's like, I only laugh, but to keep from weeping. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the song for me, for Leo, oddly enough, goes with this movie. And it's from the dance scene where he has to learn how to do the whole like coordinated dance. And it's David Bowie Golden Years. Oh, yes. Perfect. And I love that song. It's so fun. And I think that energy goes along with like Leo season and it's still a journey. And then at the end, he takes off the mask. They know who he is. And then he gets the recognition and wins anyways. And so like both of those have that like eventually when you're seen for yourself, you end up being the most magical basically is how I see it. That's perfect. I agree. It's realizing that life isn't going to, we're only here right for this short amount of time and to make the most of it. Just have fun, be yourself, go after what you want. That's Leo season. And that fire is that, like we were saying, that desire to get up, that spark that makes you decide today is going to be a good day. Where cancer season, I feel like sometimes you can put on your emotion and wear it around like a blanket and I'm going to be sad and I'm going to live in this sad blanket. Leo is like, we don't have time for that. I'm sorry. We got to (laughs) go. Um, the, the party starts at seven. I'm going to show up at eight 30 or nine to make an entrance, but we're going So like that shape like that. Like the Leo energy. Totally, totally, totally. Oh my goodness. Okay. So any final thoughts on Leo before we bust out the cards and do our projection? I think we covered most of what I was thinking. The only like weird little small like human thing is that I realized that a bunch of people, including myself, all got our haircut in the last like week. So I feel like that Leo season coming is like everybody's like, I have to look like a, a, I want to be presentable if I want to go out and do stuff. So <laughs> we're getting get the main fix. Yeah, get the main fix. We got few. There's not much time left for summer before that Virgo season comes in and gets us back in line and got to make the most of it. So with Leo season starting this Friday, do you want to talk about this week's energy a little bit? We can talk a little bit about this week. Just the fact that Mercury has moved into Leo, I think, is a big one to hit on. And that happened on Tuesday, July 19th. So that means our communication, our mindset, all of these things are already starting to feel that Leo energy, which is exactly, I think, why we were excited to talk about this. I feel like I'm getting pumped. Yeah, it's like a... Like a cheerleading squad in my head, getting ready and getting excited for the next month. Yeah, I feel like that's what I've been picking up on as well. Feeling anticipation where you're like, okay, I know what's coming, but I know it's not quite here yet. And you're just like, wait, it's like you're waiting for someone to call you to pick you up, like waiting for your ride to come. It's that energy where you're like, I know it's coming, but like. It's seven o'clock and the party has started and I know they're on their way. And it's yeah, Yes, 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 exactly. That's kind of like what I'm feeling. It's. in a card because I didn't pull one for this specifically but like I would say it's three of cups celebrating with people celebrate what's been happening that's kind of what I'm feeling for that totally 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 
On Friday, I have kind of a grumpy start to the day followed by some ease. So I think there will be a little last grasp there of cancer season being like, don't forget about your emotions. (laughs) Don't forget about me. Don't forget about that soft side. Don't forget about friends and family and slowing down. And then we really are like, yeah, throwing sort of caution to the wind and jumping into Leo season. With that, the weekend is pretty good. I would say I've got it marked sort of as stellar and maybe a little bit impulsive. If you find yourself suddenly saying yes to that last minute party, totally fits in with the weekend. And then we move right into the first full week of Leo season. So I've got July 24th through Saturday the 30th. We have here some surprising energy. I've got on the 25th sort of this sleep in and go have fun energy. Like it's a great day to call off work. (laughs) When you go back to work on Tuesday, then remember to be patient and kind because you called off on Monday. (laughs) And then on the Thursday, the 28th, we've got a little bit of a surprised one-two punch. We've got the new moon in Cancer. So we're going to get this return to emotional state where we're going to want to think about getting back in touch with nostalgia, family, comforts, protection. You may be feeling a little bit of that crab claw coming out, like you want to protect something that's really important to you. But the other big aspect that day is Jupiter retrograde begins. And we have this happen every year. It's always in the fall. And it's this time where we really sink back in internally and look at what's working, what's bringing us abundance. And we, it's an opportunity to revisit things that we maybe passed by or didn't have time to work through before as they come around again. So not a bad retrograde by any means. In fact, I think it's great because it brings up opportunities that we possibly miss. So that'll be going on through the end of the year. Love it. So that actually kind of fits in with what I pulled for the first week, which I pulled the Ace of Pentacles. Mm-hmm. And this is planting the seeds. It's starting fresh. And I think coming from cancer season into Leo season, that was definitely the energy that was feeling. I want to start something. I don't know necessarily what it is, but like you're planting the seeds. The vision that I had for this was that we've kind of been digging deep with cancer season. And now we have the hole there. Like we have the space. We've released stuff. And now we have the space to plant the seed and like get that all nestled in there. And because like you're saying, it's still kind of a reflective time. What stands out for me for that is that you still have to know how to care for it and anything you have to do to make sure that that seed germinates. Anything that you plant in this energy does have potential to be successful, but it's like anything else. If you just don't do anything with it, then it's not going to happen. And so it's that idea of like making sure that it's something that means something to you before you plant it because otherwise you're just going to frustrate yourself when you realize it's not something you even want to do and it's still sitting there. And you're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to make sacrifices to make time in your day to make sure it's watered and cared for and there's no pests on it, right? It's that whole, if this is what you're going to plant, make sure you really want it because Leo season is like going to fight for it. Absolutely. It's an ease into it because you're deciding what it is you want to do. And it's funny because I pull cards for myself every morning from four decks, including this one. I'm using the Lightseer's Tarot, by the way, if anybody wants to look that up. But one of the cards that I pulled was from the Psychic Tarot deck. And it's the two, which is movement, choices, and decision. That's kind of where we're at. It's like you're really going from cancer season like, okay, what did I learn? who am I now? What is important? And like, what direction am I going to try to go in? That's kind of the lead in for that first week is what I'm feeling. 
Totally love it. And I love that that lines up with the new moon. So yes. All right. The next full week, we run from the 31st to the 6th of August. And this is where I pick up the energy of walking with a bowl of water, right? And it's sloshing a little bit back and forth. And I get that energy a lot for the whole month in a way. We're going to get some stellar days followed by some not so stellar days. And right out of the bat, that's what happens. On Monday the 1st, I've got, you know, some heads up. We've got some heavy energetics. But then following on Tuesday, things look up again and we're going to be okay. On the 4th, we've got Mercury moving into Virgo. This is crazy because, of course, right now, Mercury is moving so quickly through signs. We're only transiting for about two and a half weeks. And where we were suddenly feeling all of this energetic this particular week to get excited and move forward with our creativity, Virgo comes in and it's like, okay, but how does this, how do I make it real? How do I make this a real possibility? And you've also got then your first quarter moon in Scorpio on Friday the 5th. And that's really where you need to figure out if you're going to make any adjustments what's working, what's not working. So I would say the first week is much more sinking into now you've got your seeds planted. What do you need in order to make it survive? Do you need to buy fertilizer? Do you need to buy pest control? (laughs) What are the pieces that you need to have in your arsenal to make it work? That totally makes sense for me as well, because I felt like the first two weeks kind of went together because the next card that I pulled was the Empress, which is all about creation and the germination and fertility. And so I really did feel like the first two were very much like carrying forward and making sure that it is developing. And I think because the Ace of Pentacles for me is still kind of, even though it has this like nurturing quality, it still has kind of a masculine energy because you're, you're making a decision and you're like putting something out there, you're taking action. But this then brings into the feminine where it's asking you to kind of sit back and like let things start to unfold a little bit, knowing that whatever it is you're creating is going to come to fruition and trusting a little bit more. And I think that's where it kind of starts to balance out a little bit where like you're now starting to trust it. You're not going to be overwatering and killing it. You know, you're not going to like forget about it. You're kind of in this like rhythm with it. And also what I thought of with that was that it's, the idea of making it into a material reality because we can be so in our heads sometimes when we're starting out on a project, but this is like being able to physically see something coming from it and like starting to see the growth happen. And the more you see it happening, the more you trust it and just naturally start to move forward. And then after a while, you're not really like so consciously thinking about it. And then it kind of gives you that opportunity to go with the flow while also making sure, like you said, that you're still nourishing your body and everything and that you're still knowing that you have to do the things, but it's not so much a masculine forceful energy at that point. It's more just like finding your rhythm. Right. Oh, completely agree. Ah, Love it when they match. (laughs) Okay. The next week, the 7th through the 13th, we've got The biggest issue coming up on the 11th, we've got a full moon in Aquarius and Venus moves into Leo. This is a heavy hitter because full moon energy is always asking us what we're ready to release, what is not working. And so you've got that energy coming in of feeling like you're letting something go. Venus, our planet of love and values and money and desires, is moving into Leo, which is then about finding the courage to see how you want to move forward, to find the courage to do what you want that feels good, that feels right. And so again, this whole week is about 
a little bit more of this sloshing energy. You've got some sort of blocked dream energy on Sunday the 7th where it feels like you're making progress and then someone is going to say like, well, why are you doing that? And you're going to almost kind of feel the wind knocked out of your sails a little bit that week. We've got some heavy Neptune energy on the 8th where you might feel yourself wanting to escape, escape into your mind, escape into a different reality, escape into emotions that make you feel better about things. But in that middle portion of the week is where you're really being asked to be flexible, to keep in mind that Leo courageousness that's going to fight for what it wants, to be a goal chaser. And on the 10th is my big know when to hold, when to fold day. So right with that full moon energy, you're going to be faced with this challenge that says, do you really want to go after that or not? So yeah, I would say the 11th is the big hitter that week. And just don't be surprised if people are testing your boundaries in some ways. That really makes a lot of sense. And I feel like full moon energy is always kind of like that for me, where it's like, that's the testing time. So yes, you might be like excited and manifesting, but you're like taking a little step back and going inward. And then now this makes sense why this card came up because we're on a roll here with our like creation. And then the judgment card came up and that's, the 20. And I was like, this is very intense. Randomly, after I have these like bright colored, you know, creation energies, but it does actually make a lot of sense because this card talks about how you need to release the judgment of others and yourself and to see where you're maybe doubting yourself or not trusting yourself or not being honest with yourself. And so maybe you're creating this thing. And then after at this point, this is your chance, like where that we come back to that movement choices, decisions, where maybe then you're reflecting and saying, was I doing this because this is what I really want to do or because I thought this was like either the easiest way to go or what other people would want me to do? And it's really taking a hard look at yourself at this point. And the other side of this energy that I really was picking up on and liking was the fact that they say it's like taking off a mask. And that was kind of a feeling that I had about the energy coming from cancer season into Leo season to begin with was like, rediscovering who you are. And oddly enough, I also pulled a card for myself today, which is the raccoon card from the Animal Spirit deck. And it literally talks about being an artist who's wearing a mask and is not being seen, either not taking credit for their work or not doing the work they actually want to do. And so that felt very aligned with this card. And it talks about forgiving yourself and accepting yourself as you are. And then being excited about moving forward with that energy and kind of just knowing that like you can shine up unapologetically I can do this. Maybe I'm going to change my focus a little bit, shift direction, but at least I know I can do it now. Ah, so perfect. Yes. Agree with all of that. And, you know, if you need to have a dance party and feel into those body memories, I feel like it's part of this. Know what you want to fight for because you've felt it. You've had glimmers of it. You've seen it. You know it's possible. And to not let that deter you in any way. Ah, so good. Okay. August 14th through the 20th, things kind of get a little bit easier this week. We've got some motivation coming in with Mars being activated on the 14th. We've got the North Node being activated on the 15th. So this is where you're going to start to get some karmic messages around what is your destiny. Again, leaning into those feelings you have about why you're fighting for this to begin with. There's an energetic sort of electric buzz of energy on the 16th, and that's going to come in with not only Saturn, but just this idea around 
finding your responsibility. The sun and Saturn are going to be playing off of each other and giving you sort of this boost of going forward. Neptune is doing some dreamy action on the 17th. And then on the 18th, we've got that last quarter moon in Taurus. And this is really an opportunity where I've got rose-colored glasses illuminated for that day. You're going to start to see the softness around the edges. You're going to start to see progress in the things that you have been fighting for and working for. And on the 20th, Mars, our planet of action, is moving into Gemini. So here's where you're going to be aligning your mindset and your action. And all of these things are going to be aligned and you're going to be ready to share it with others. Gemini is so curious. It wants to learn a little bit about a lot of things and share it with a lot of people. And so you're going to be excited and ready to share and talk about what's coming up for you. That aligns so much with kind of what I had here because of course it does. But I actually pulled the four of pentacles for this week. And so this is kind of recognizing that you've been building this structure. You're starting to feel a little bit more stable. And it's a time also of reflection and like thinking like, okay, like, are there any energy leaks? That was something that came just to me. It's not necessarily with this card, but like, where am I putting energy in when I could be directing it towards something else? Or is there something I miss? Am I spending too much in one area? You know, whether that's time, energy, money, whatever. And then also giving yourself that pause to rest and reevaluate and to not surge forward, like to have more of like a gradual approach from this point going forward, because you're like, I built all of this. I don't necessarily want to say, okay, it'll just keep coming exactly like this. You're still going to want to have that little nest egg, but it is something that is showing you that you're on the right path. Things are coming together. Like you said, there's a bit more ease to it. It's not feeling the scarcity might be coming up for you at this point, but this is the point where you start to move away from that and just start to trust a little bit more. I'm feeling like it also is a time to declutter and kind of remove those excess things kind of along that energy leak feeling. You could even be looking at your business systems if you're looking like logistically and saying, okay, why do I have 45 subscriptions when I'm only using three of them? Or why do people have to go through eight steps to get to this thing when I could send them a link? Like any of those kind of things would be, I think, really good in this energy. And then having that thought of like, why am I doing this? Like you said, your vision going forward of like how you might be able to give to others when you have this abundance coming in. But it's kind of this first glimpse that I'm pretty sure I'm onto something good here. Like I think I'm going to have abundance coming in, but you're not being wild about it. You're just like, I'll wait a little bit. I know the big lump sum's coming, but at least I know I'm good for now. Oh, I love that so much. It really sets us up then for Virgo season, which kicks off on Monday the 22nd. And I have back to reality listed on that day. So we'll talk about that in next month's recording. But yeah, I think August is going to be, well, at least Leo season is going to be like carrying your precious dream in a bowl of water and making sure that, yes, things are going to get spilled. You're going to get bumped. You're going through a party and you're keeping it, keeping it careful, walking as slowly as you can and just knowing that it's worth it so worth it to believe in yourself, believe in your dreams, and to make your one life here in this muggle realm worth it. <laughs> I think that's such a great way to kind of summarize that energy. For me, it's also an energy of switching from doing things behind the scenes to being like at the forefront. And so if maybe you're spending all your energy working for, you know, the company you work for or whatever, but like you want to strike out on your own, making sure you're like giving yourself that time 
And like, also just like you said, just trusting that like, if you've seen those dreams, if you've seen those glimpses to like, keep that in mind, even in those points where you're kind of like, in your own energy reflecting again, because those times can be a little bit discouraging if you're like, am I even doing this for the right reasons? But as long as you keep reassuring yourself, then like you can keep refreshing that energy and like coming forward again. I love I actually got little head tingles when you were talking about that. I think that's it. A hundred percent. Well, okay. So do you have any offerings or any big things coming up during Leo season that you want to talk about? What's coming up for you? I'm going to be putting out my newsletter. I'm going to be doing an energy healing session on August 4th, and I'm doing it just a few days ahead of the 8th, which is the Lionsgate portal. Um, Each month I do one, but I kind of pick which day feels good. And for August, I love that day. So I'll be doing a group energy healing session. There won't be a link to join it or anything. It's just um, energy that is sent to you at that time. And then you'll receive a summary email of what I received. And you're more than welcome to share with me. And then I just did open up my calendar for more energy healing and readings. Wonderful. Oh, that's exciting. You know, while we're on the topic, what's your feeling on portals? Because I mean, we could have one every month, really. I know. I'm not so like set on it. I don't really normally pay attention to them. I don't feel like I wait until then to do any manifesting. I just love eights. I was born in 1988 and I just like eights. So like the eight, eight energy is just a personal thing for me. And because it's about abundance and, you know, Leo season's showing up. So I think it encourages people like if they want to bring in abundance, you have to show up to like tell people what your offerings are and things. And so I think that's just why I really particularly like that one. I like that line energy. I love that. We have some um, Neptune energy on the 8th, so it will be sort of a day to get in touch with your intuition and with sort of escaping reality. So that'll be a fun a fun one. I love that. I'll have to sign up for sure. And where can we sign up for that? Um, on my Concrete and Crystals Instagram. There's a link in my bio um, and I'll have it there. But yeah, you can also message me on Instagram if you ever have questions about finding them. Love it. Okay. So I have my newsletter comes out at the first of the month. Um, I'm going to keep the astrology energetics for the month going the same way I've got it just because I started in January and I don't want to leave people hanging in August when all of a sudden they're not getting their calendar. So if you subscribe to my newsletter, it's totally free. You can subscribe at emilyandherstars.com or on my Instagram, emilyandherstars. There's a link in my bio. And I will do a breakdown astrologically of every single big transit and things that are coming in. So that's a great way to keep in tune with what's going on. I've got a Akashic Records group reading on the 17th. Uh, You can also find that link in the bio. I'm doing that with medium Amy Dascola. And then I am starting a new Astrology 101 series at the end of August. And that is super exciting to me. This is actually the first time I'm announcing it. But I am going to be going each month through the Zodiac in a way that will hopefully open up astrology to people that are curious, but also overwhelmed by the jargon and the dates and the mathematics and all these things that kind of get thrown at you in the beginning. I want to break it down into building block pieces. And so sign up is coming up for that. Uh, That'll be on my website and Instagram link as well. I just updated my August calendar with availability. There's still a few slots left for intuitive development, cosmic alignment, mediumship, and that sort of thing. So 
That is exciting. I love that you're going to be breaking down all of the astrology for people because you have a really great way, even in your calendar, in your newsletter, of just explaining the energy of the day. I think knowing how it's going to impact us is something that we really want to know. And you're so great at that. So I'm excited for you to be launching that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so excited for the new direction for the podcast and our connection now each zodiac season this is going to be so fun i can't wait to see what movies we pick for virgo season <laughs> oh i know i think this is like, it's like a fun way of bringing in different energies into the forecast totally 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 all right well thank you to the listeners you can um find us both on instagram reach out we're always open for messages and emails and all that good stuff if you have any questions yep i'm excited for next month Yay. We'll see you all soon. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>